How's it going, financial coaches? It's Pete here. And I want to talk to you about getting rid of financial stress. And one of the things that this is going to entail is, one, a little bit of story about my background, which is going to be a little peek into why I do what I do. And two, it's also going to be heavily a challenge uh, for you uh, because I want us to be in the position to be able to ask our participants and our clients to do this or to at least make the case to them to consider it. But to be able to do that effectively, I think we need to be doing it. And this can be actually pretty hard. So um, despite my background on this, it's not something that I adhere to as a hard, hard rule, but I will tell you that it's something that I do generally uh, in a pretty good way. And the reality is, in my household, when I was a kid, my father left his job to become a financial planner, and he opened up his own little business, and it started in our house. It started in our basement. I used to call it the cellar. I used to call his office the cellar, you know, and it was very, very humble beginnings, and it was basically in the midst of uh, a pretty deep recession, and so it was... You know, you could probably argue it would be a good time to start a business like that and a bad time to start a business. But the reality is it's a, it's a bad time to start a business. You know, there's a lot of financial need, but not a lot of financial money. And financial planners often make money by consulting on money and charging for that. And and at the time, you know, selling products. This was a, a very popular thing to do is to obviously sell investment products and you would get commissions on that. And so if people don't have money and they aren't moving money, you're not making any money. And so my father started this business and for years he worked out of the house and for years it was very very, very tough going. Um, very tough going. And I will tell you that while I didn't grow up needing anything, I grew up wanting for a lot, right? You know, it was one of those things where I even remember uh, playing golf and you might say, well, geez, that's kind of a upper class thing to do. Um, it was, uh, I was playing golf in high school with a set of old used golf clubs because that's all we could afford. And, and I'm not saying that that wasn't okay, um, but there were a lot of people new golf clubs. It's just one of those things I remember. And, you know, it's it's one of those things, especially when you're a kid, it's, it's hard because you do want to feel um, warmed by the confidence of family that has finances, right? And I don't know if you've ever been in that situation, but, um, you know, some people in my family, my aunt and uncle had money and, you know, it was just different hanging around with them. It's like they could do whatever they wanted. And it wasn't necessarily like they were uber rich, but it was just a different level than what we were at. So, you know, I didn't need for anything. It's not like we skipped any meals or anything like that, but there was just no surplus cash. And um, in those early years, there was no surplus cash to do Christmas. And this is my point, you know, uh, for us, we celebrated Christmas and we gave Christmas presents and growing up as a very small child, that was one of the delights of my youth is to wake up and get presents. And as you get older, it's it's the the the, the greed about the gifts, it gets, it gets higher. You want more, you want more exciting stuff. You want more expensive stuff. You want to be able to go back to school and see your friends and tell them about all the great things that you got. And I had a younger sister and this was probably even a little harder on her because I was at least a little older, but at the point where my father was in this business and we didn't have any money, um, we stopped giving gifts. And it was a conversation we had before Christmas that there weren't going to be any Christmas gifts because we didn't have any money and because the money was going to the business and um, the business wasn't exactly flourishing. And um, I remember being 
you know, I don't remember the specifics, but I remember being disappointed with it. I remember being a little bit bitter about it, right? Because I figured I deserved gifts and it wasn't about deserving or not deserving. But what I realized later in life is that, you know, Christmas became different after that and not different in a bad way. You know, so on Christmas morning, you may love the idea of getting up and opening presents, and you may have loved that as a kid. And maybe you're a parent now with kids, and maybe it's different now because you love seeing the excitement and, and sharing that moment, and that's really important. But when we stopped giving gifts, there was no need to get up at 6 a.m., you know, groggy and tearing open presents and playing with them all day and then eating a big meal and things like that. Uh, you just kind of got up when you wanted to. And then, you know, my parents did a great job of just making it a, a fun day. We did some baking and and hung out and played some cards and, you know, had all that. And then that was just something that we kind of carried through. And even as my father's business got better and he moved out into an office and, you know, the business grew and there were more people, you know, we just never really went back to um, presents. I mean, um, particularly extravagant presents, you know, um, now, I would say, hard and fast rule, uh, this is not, because I do give some gifts at Christmas. I give a present to my wife, um, usually just one. I usually give a present to my my parents. Um, I have a couple nieces and nephews, and I usually give them something small, but they're not big. And so my total cost on presents is probably under 200 bucks. okay? So, uh, and I know the average, I think the average household cost on presents, or the average spending on Christmas presents is somewhere like in the $1,000 range. It's it's pretty significant. When you think about an average, it's it's pretty impressive considering that the average American household doesn't have any spare cash at the end of the month. So a lot of that gets translated into credit card debt. And that's really why I bring this up because what I realized as an adult, when you don't give gifts, and now some years I've given nothing, right? We've given absolutely nothing. And uh, we can save money by not having to send out like those Christmas letters, you know, updating people, you know, thanks to Facebook or, you know, text messages and all of that. But what I would say is that one of the beautiful things about it is that uh, it really eliminates the stress. And this is more from an adult perspective in that when you don't have to worry about how much money you're going to budget and where I'm going to get gifts, right? If you think about the process of gift giving, you want those gifts to be uh, as much thought as well as value as possible. And Sometimes people are stressing about gifts all year. You know, you may be in a store in July and you say, hey, oh my gosh, this absolutely is like Cheryl. She would love this. And you get that then, right? And you're sitting on that for half a year and you see something else. But if you didn't find gifts for everyone before then, find that perfect gift, then you're thinking about what do they want or what are they doing now? And is this age appropriate? And, you know, where can I get that? And man, it's so expensive. And, you know, I've heard about people saying, hey, what gift do you want? This is what I'm going to do, right? And I, I know a lot of people that do that because they just don't even know anymore, right, what, what some people want, especially for kids. They say, you know, what is it that you want? Hardly a big surprise and hardly, you know, um, kind of that traditional gift giving uh, mindset. So the thing that I want to say is that, you know, when you stop doing that, when you stop having to worry about like, what am I going to give people that is freeing. But then also when you decide that you're not going to give gifts and you don't have to budget anything for it, you know, not the thousand dollar average, not a couple hundred dollars, not a hundred, not a dollar, right? How freeing is that? Because now you don't have to rework your budget. The real big problem, I think, for most people is the punctuated spending, the uneven, the variable spending that comes along in budgets. So if, if, if income is very steady and expenses are very steady, we tend to do pretty well with that. Everyone kind of finds their own gravity, right? Finds their own equilibrium. But when you put a December in there or November, December, when you're shopping, 
All of a sudden, you create all of this uncertainty and this punctuated hit to your spending. And that becomes very painful than usually in January and February and maybe even for the rest of the year as you kind of unwind all that. So my thought is that, wow, I gave up Christmas gifts. But man, it did so much for me mentally. You know, I can enjoy the holidays now, right? Because I can call people and uh, spend time with them or have guests over. We can spend the time and there isn't this issue of when are we going to give the gifts or do I have enough and who chipped in and who didn't and did everyone get it and did I miss anyone and or do they appreciate it and here's how you can return it if you don't or whatever it might be. Um, and I don't have the budget issue and I don't have the, the, the mind share taken up by it. And it's just so freeing. How many times have I gone back, say, to work or with friends or colleagues after the holidays and they say, man, I am wiped out. I'm almost glad it's over. It's just, man, it was just now I've got this uh, financial hangover and it was so expensive and I was doing all this other stuff. You know, to me, it's just so funny because it's a polar opposite for me. Holidays are refreshing because that time off is actually time off. You know, if you take time off of work, it's actually your time. It's not time that you're just redeploying to shopping and then redeploying to figuring out what you have in your checkbook. And will I get it paid back in my bonus in March or April or whatever, right? I don't have any of that calculus because to me, it's no different than the rest of the year. It's actually just time back. And with that time, I can actually do what I think we all really want to do with it is spend time, connect with people. Have those family moments, make those memories, right? And how many times are we shopping and not going to things and sending gifts and putting cards on them and putting them in the mail and then complaining that USPS or UPS or FedEx didn't get the gift on time there and, uh, you know, just spoiled it and Amazon's two-day prime got violated uh, during the holidays or whatever it might be, right? Why do the gifts, why do the objects, the items have to express our love and appreciation and our connection with people? And so what I'm saying for me, and this doesn't necessarily apply to everyone, I get that. But for me, um, having to give up Christmas gifts when I was a child was something that was not as painful as I thought it was going to be. It was something that created a habit and a tradition in my family since then, that we don't give gifts and we are able to spend the time free of the, the pressures and the burdens that gift giving comes with. And we can really enjoy it and we feel rejuvenated and we make connections and have experiences and uh, share the moment and the day or the days if you're lucky, you know, and we get to see people. And in so many ways, it's so great because it does wonders for your psyche and your wallet. And if you can do that, and maybe it's something you said, hey, I just don't want to rob my kids of it. I want them to have that tradition um, and learn the spirit of gift giving and, you know, the elation of waking up on a Christmas morning. Awesome. Go do it. You know, but maybe you rethink how you do it. Maybe you rethink the quantity or the quality or the cost of it, right? Maybe it's about having some of that and just saying, hey, listen, maybe it's having that, you know, the conversation with your kids and saying, hey, listen, we have the capability to give you more gifts. It's not something where I had the conversation, we just can't do it. But maybe it's saying, but um, despite the fact that we can, we want to rethink this. And I want you to have something. I want you to show... Um, that we love you and that um, we want to give you something and that, uh, you know, Christmas is about celebrating something new and we're going to give you a gift and, you know, you can decide if you want them to weigh in on it or not or be a surprise or whatever it is. But maybe we scale it back. Maybe we scale it back in a way where it gives you the opportunity to discover the freedom that I have found by reinventing 
what Christmas gift giving is, or more accurately, is not. And if you do that, and if you learn the things that I've learned or experience the things that I've experienced, and you say, hey, this was amazing. It is very binary. Instead of the holidays being a burden, now they are a recharge, right? Instead of being painful or dreading them, now I look forward to them. Um, and now instead of January and February being a time when I dig myself out of the hole financially or have to figure out how to live lean or recover, right? Now it's just going back into the new year on the right foot, right? These are times when we're supposed to be thinking about our best self and, and changing and thinking about new opportunities. And it's really, really hard when you are being haunted by the hangover and the costs from the previous year. And so if you do that, I think it becomes much easier to talk about those opportunities and those ideas with your participants in a way that says, I'm not a hypocrite about it. I gave up gift giving because it was the right thing to do, um, not because I had to. Because when you're talking to some of these people, they might be in a position where they have to, kind of like I was growing up, where gift giving, maybe they still do it because they put it on debt or credit card or whatever it is, and they really should give it up. But they're worried about it because of the social pressure or you know, the image that it sends to their friends. And if you can say, listen, I did it by choice. I think you should give it up by the math, but I want you to give it up by choice. I want you to give it up at your discretion. I want you to make a decision to give it up, not uh, feel you are beholden to give it up because I think it's a different mindset. And it's one of those where if they decide to do it and say, hey, you know what? Um, uh, we didn't give gifts to our kids. And someone says, you know, I was wondering about that because your, 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 your son or your daughter or your children didn't have uh, new gifts. Yeah, we just decided to not do that. We decided to focus on the family. We decided to do things. We decided to have um, you know, experiences and spend time with each other and work on our relationships. And we wanted to just free ourselves from the, the run-up that comes with it, the prep on it. And we just wanted to um, give ourselves a different outlook when it goes into the holidays. And when you can say you're doing it by choice, that's the best part. And it might inspire other people to do it too. It might inspire other people to put more money in their pocket. It's kind of a win-win. Have those opportunities, have those moments, and put the money back in your pocket or save yourself from the debt. So that's just my thought. Yeah. Um, not giving Christmas gifts. It was painful. It was confusing. It was troubling at the time when it happened to me, but I am so grateful that it did because it's just become a part of me and it's uh, made the holidays uh, totally different in a good way and upgrade on all dimensions for me personally. So just wanted to share that with you. That's it. See you later.